Father, we ask that your word would speak to us now, that it would bring hope to all who are downcast and disturbed, that it would lead us to praise you, our Saviour and our God. Amen. There are many parts of our service today that are strange. The fact that you're watching from home being the major one. But another strangeness perhaps you've noticed is the lack of singing. It seems so odd to not be singing together. No doubt when we gather together again, we'll be overjoyed to sing together. It's from a song that you probably know the opening lines of Psalm 42. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. Now don't worry, I'm not going to sing for you today. But that opening line expresses the sense of longing, the sense of desperation felt by the writer in verses 1 and 2. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? I'm sure you've been thirsty at some point in your life. Maybe you've been playing games, running around, and then you're parched, you're desperate for water. Or maybe you've been hard at work and the thirst is on you. But I wonder, have you been thirsty for God? Have you been so desperate to have him, to know him, to be with him, uh, that it's a thirst? That's what Psalms 42 and 43 are all about. A deep longing for God. And it has come about because the writer of of these Psalms finds himself far away from God. It's not social distancing that he's undergoing, but he feels himself to be in isolation, unable to come near to meet with God. Perhaps you're experiencing something similar today. You would love to be here in church with the rest of the church family at meeting with God together. We see how hard it is for the writer in verses 3 and 4. My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God, with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. His tears have been his food day and night. They trickle down his cheek and into his mouth. He's sad, disappointed, distressed. And it's made even worse by other people saying to him, where is your God? Well, perhaps you've seen similar going around social media recently. People asking, where's God in the midst of all this? Asking, if God is so good, then why did he let this happen? Asking, if God is so great, why doesn't he stop it and cure everybody straight away? Where is your God? Now, as if his tears and his tormentors aren't bad enough, 
His distress is deepened as he remembers how things used to be. At the top of the psalm, we're told it was written by the sons of Korah. They were worship leaders in the temple. And he remembers better times. He remembers going with the multitude, worshipping together, leading God's people in praise with shouts of joy and thanksgiving. He remembers and it causes him pain because he's not there now. He's cut off, isolated. I wonder does that sound familiar? In verse 5 we get the first of a repeated refrain which is found twice in Psalm 42 and again in Psalm 43. In the refrain the, the writer is talking to himself, encouraging himself in his distress. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him my saviour and my God. He recognises that he is downcast and disturbed. In a recent phrase, it's okay to not be okay. But then he reminds himself of where he can turn. He connects himself to the one who brings hope. Even in the midst of difficulties, he will put his hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. It's hard now, but hope looks to the future and waits for our Saviour God. Yet even as he puts his hope in God, he still finds himself downcast. You see, God can answer our prayers straight away, but he doesn't always answer them straight away. And so here in verse 6, the writer is still far away from God's temple. He mentions the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon, Mount Mizar, the place where the river Jordan begins its course. It's about 120 miles away from the temple, but for this son of Korah, that is a long way away and with the image of waterfalls waves and breakers he feels overwhelmed as they sweep over him and yet he hears the call of God even in the waterfalls deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls and even though he is physically distant he knows that God is with him in verse 8 by day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Even if you're by yourself today, or if you're self-isolating as a family, the Lord is with you by day and by night, directing his love to you and singing over you as you sing to him. No matter where you find yourself, God is with you and God hears your prayer. And notice in verse 9 that God doesn't just hear our easy prayers. He also hears when we challenge him and complain to him. Lament 
is part of our language of prayer. And that's what we find in verses 9 and 10. I say to God my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? The men of verse 3 have become the foes of verse 10. And the question remains, where is your God? Has God forgotten him? Does God not care about him? Does God not care about all that he's going through? Has God abandoned him? By no means. The writer continues to talk to himself as he resolves to put his hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Now we've come to the end of Psalm 42, but as you can see, Psalm 43 continues it and completes it, leading to that final repeated refrain in verse 5. The writer pleads for vindication in God's sight and in the face of an ungodly nation and deceitful men and wicked men. He longs for rescue yet still experiences rejection. And so he asks God to intervene. He asks God to launch a rescue mission. Send forth your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. Then will I go to the altar of God, to God my joy and delight. I will praise you with the harp, O God, my God. He recognises that God must act, that only God can bring him back and satisfy his thirst. He asks for God's light for his path and God's truth surrounded by the enemy's lies. And he wants to be brought back in order to praise God in his dwelling. As we've heard these psalms today, we've heard the voice of this son of Korah. And perhaps we've heard our own voice as well, echoing this longing for God in the midst of a difficult situation. But there's another voice that we can hear as we listen into these psalms. We can be brought near to God because God is our saviour. And he is our God. And the Lord Jesus took these words upon his lips and experienced this deep longing in order to be our saviour. In the Garden of Gethsemane, as the shadow of the cross loomed, he says to his disciples, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He would be let down by his closest friends, betrayed and abandoned. His enemies would taunt him as he hung on the cross. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him if he wants him. Where is your God? He was forgotten and rejected. 
truly isolated and left alone. And yet Jesus fully trusted the Father's plan. He endured the cross because he knew that vindication would come. He endured the cross because he knew that God would be glorified. He endured the cross in order to be our saviour and our God. And he was vindicated as he was raised to life on the third day. Defeating death. Defeating our sin. And stopping isolation forever. As he brings us home to God. Are you thirsty today? Are you longing for God? The Lord Jesus has stood in our place. He has opened the way home. And comes to bring us to himself. He who is the light of the world, the way, the truth, and the life. And he is with you today and every day as you put your hope in him. Let's pray. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Amen.